but as far as Twitch goes, um, he was amazing. Like he made me feel like I can accomplish anything, no matter my skin color, no matter my gender, no matter anything. He even said like, you're a hip hop person, but just because you are a hip hop person, don't be afraid to do anything else and, you know, rise to the occasion. You want to prove everyone wrong. Are you ready? <laughs> you got this girl. Love Girls, the podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our mission is to share a space for women and girls to talk about the stuff that matters to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success. L, we can lead the way. O, overcome barriers. V, value each other. E, and empower each other. That's love. Because every girl has a story. And our stories matter. Welcome to Love Girls, the podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Babers. And I'm your co-host, Mariah Martinez. Today, we are talking about following your dreams with Essence from season 17 of So You Think You Can Dance. But first, I would like to introduce you to our host in training. Hey guys, this is Delasia Dixon. I'm in 10th grade and a student at Central High School. Hello, my name is Kyla Nephew, and I'm 14 years old in homeschool. The Quad Cities is a small community compared to New York, LA, or DC, but the Quad Cities has produced some amazing talents with names like Seth Rollins, Roger Craig, Bria Beal, and of course, Essence W. To our host in training, do you want to live and work in the Quad Cities? If not, where do you hope to live and work? I hope to uh, go to college for a while in Rock Island or Iowa, and eventually uh, study abroad in Paris, France. I haven't really quite decided what I would like to, where I would like to live, but hopefully in the future I'll figure all of that out. For myself, I really want to go to the University of Iowa to study like the medical field in radiology. And after that, I'll be moving from Iowa City to probably somewhere in Texas, or I just want to see like what other places there are besides here. And there are a lot. <laughs> so. <laughs> Quad City native Essence W took her dream of dancing straight to LA. Fresh off the latest season, season 17 of the hitch television show, So You Think You Can Dance, and placing third out of thousands of dancers, Essence W, dancer and choreographer, started her hip-hop training at the age of nine. She's worked with many choreographers in the industry that have worked with huge music artists such as Chris Brown, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, and many more. Essence has continued her journey by teaching around the country in hopes of eventually teaching around the world. Welcome, Essence. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. Um, I guess I'll kick it off. When and how did you discover your passion for dance? I know with me and my sister, we're both creatives. Mm -hmm. So I do photography and she does more editing and graphic design. But our parents got us this little camcorder when we were like six or seven. And I feel like that was kind of a spark to what we do now as adults. So I'm just curious if you have any references to childhood that kind of bring you to where you are, uh, the successful dancer today. I guess what started my passion for dance is, I really didn't know I liked to dance until um, I would always make up dances with my auntie 
in her living room and her name is Promise and we just always used to make up dances just for fun and then like we would show like other people. But then she made me do a talent show when I was in third grade. When I was younger, I was really shy, but I'm like, I don't want to really do it. She's like, it's okay. Like you got it. I'm a choreographer and you're going to do a good job. So then when I was on the stage, I did the dance to a song named Diva. Okay. By Beyonce, of mm -hmm. course. Everybody knows. And everybody knows. And <laughs> when I did it, like, I just seen, like, everybody was, like, screaming my name, shouting. My parents are proud. My friends are proud. Um, So I'm like, oh, wow, like, dang, like, this is what I want to do. So when you were our age, how far did you see dance taking you? Did you ever think you'd end up on national TV? How old are you guys? I'm 15. And I'm 14. Okay, perfect. At that age, I really didn't see how far dance could take me until like I start looking beyond the Quad Cities, if that makes sense. Like I'll watch people on YouTube, like, um, and they'll put like, I know you guys probably seen like those dance videos like anywhere, like on like Instagram, YouTube, and like in the big places like LA or like New York or Atlanta. And so um, at your age, I realized when I was watching like all these people dance on YouTube, I'm like, okay, like I can take this further than just being here because I started teaching my dance team at the age of 12. So, and that's all I thought like was here. Okay, I'm going to teach my dance team. I'm just trying to grow it. But then when I watched everyone on YouTube, I'm like, oh, dang, like I don't just have to teach in Davenport. I can teach other places. How has your passion for dance developed and nurtured in the Quad Cities? Because I know, I remember you mentioned Rush Hour and Reflex. Yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. dive into that a little bit and let yeah. us know how that worked out. I don't even know how it started. But basically, my mom know I really wanted to dance at the age of eight or nine. And she was trying to find places like here. And we found first Imani Dancers, um, which was ran by Miss Dorian Bird. Yes. And Lederick Gamble, he was the yes. hip-hop teacher. Uh -huh. So... <laughs> I got into that and my auntie, she lived with me at the time, the one like that really loved to dance with me. So we started doing dance classes together. Nice. And so when I seen Lederick as my teacher, then I seen other people that was in the class like Talia Thomas. And I seen that there was other people like who could dance really good. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't even know that people could dance that good. Like when I <laughs> was in the class and I'm like, okay, cool. So then after that, um, I wanted to dance like more because, you know, dance was like one day a week sure, for an hour. And so then my mom's like start looking into other things. I don't even know how we came across Fresh Hour or Reflex. Mm -hmm. I think my mom was just looking at things for me because that's what she always does. She's a great mom. I love her. Um, love that. For, yeah, love that for me. <laughs> Shout out to her. <laughs> I'll go from back and forth for me, Monty Dancers to Rush, um, Rush Hour. Dancers dream of opportunities like competing on So You Think You Can Dance. How are you able to get an audition? My mom, I like to joke around and call her crazy dance mom because she is. She is my manager. So she's my mom and my manager. She's my momager. So um, she helps me out with a lot of stuff. So her job, quote unquote, her job is to find things for me to like for me to get into and I just either go along with it, whether I like it or I don't like it. But she basically would send auditions of me dancing to anywhere that she can think of and I wouldn't even know. So one day she sends a dance audition 
and it said it was for a dance show and she just told me out of nowhere yeah I sent a video of you dancing and I'm like why would you do that you didn't even tell me what video you sent or whatever because she's crazy like she's really crazy and she was like no it's this video it was luckily a, a great video that she did send and I'm like okay what dance show and she's like I don't know they just said a dance show so I just put it in I was like okay so then like a couple of days later we found out it was so you think you can dance and I found out I made it past the first round so that's how I got into that because my mom just sends videos to anybody she can think of. <laughs> Very cool. So you said your mom is your momager. Mm -hmm. I work with my mom and my sister very closely. And I'm just curious, is there ever like a bumping of the heads? How does that work? Because I know we love them, but they get on our nerves. Yeah, yes. There, We do bump heads sometimes. <laughs> but my mom, one thing about my mom, she's not um, a person like that just does the most like mm -hmm. when she knows like I'm really bobbled up like she would let me take my breath and like leave me alone for a second and we'll come back to it she doesn't really like the friction so I know sometimes like we'll be like I'd be like mom like no like I don't want to do this because this this and this and she's like well why won't you want to do it you should do it because this this and this and I'm like well that doesn't make sense and then she'd be like yes it does so and I'd be like okay you know what I don't even want to talk about it no more whatever mm -hmm. or if we're like at a dance convention and like I'm tired and, like, a lot of, I try to get better at this, which I have. Like, when I go on the weekend on a dance convention, you dance for, like, seven hours a day. Like, you're tired. I don't mm -hmm. want to talk after a dance convention. Or, and she's like, hey, since I was class, I'm like, good. She's like, why are you giving me these short answers? Like, you know, I'm whatever. Tired. I'm just like, mom, I'm tired. But, like, yeah, um, we have a great relationship. Yes, we do bump heads a little bit. But she, when she sees that I'm a little wired up or vice versa, if I see that she's a little wired up, we'll give each other a little break and then come back to it. Yeah, because if you can't trust your own people, who can you trust? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, when you were first notified that you were selected to be on So You Think You Can Dance, what exactly were your thoughts and feelings? <laughs> I was happy, but at the same time, I was nervous because, fun fact, a lot of people don't know I was supposed to do So You Think You Can Dance in 2020, but the pandemic had happened. Yeah fun fact so then when it came back around it was like I was still nervous because and so you think you can dance like you do a lot of styles that you're not used to and that was the part of me being nervous like I got to prepare myself with little to no time to be able to be a little bit more flexible than what I am make sure I'm working out make sure my stamina's up that's why I would say I was nervous but I was really really happy because obviously that's an opportunity that a lot of dancers don't get on a well-known stage so when you were actually shooting for that show, what was like a typical day for you from the minute you wake up to like actually being filmed? Yes, the days vary, but a typical day, um, probably like a, a normal work day, we'll wake up around like maybe sometimes six and we have to be in the van by like 6.30 and we'll get to the, like the place at like seven. And from 7 a.m. to probably around, like, 11, we'll be working and then we'll get a lunch break. We'll have breaks in between, but most of the time we are working, like, all the time nonstop. But most of the days, like, you're probably dancing for, like, six-plus hours and then you get to go home. So sometimes we won't end until, like, six on a good day or five on a good day. But when it came, like, when the show was getting closer and closer to the end, like, top six and then top three, like, 
we had really, really long days. Sometimes we would wake up at 6 a.m., won't get done till 10 p.m. And that's including like dancing. That's including getting fitted for our clothes, wardrobe, um, making sure like if the person like, oh, hey, like what kind of hair do this person need? So it was a lot that goes into it. Speaking of the dancers from that show, they all looked super close. Like even with you, mm-hmm. you guys all had good chemistry, but do you guys still stay in contact? Yes, we do still stay in contact. We all still check up on each other. Um, we all FaceTime each other um, here and there. Because it's a dance competition, so you don't really expect people to be close to each other. Because like every time somebody got cut, like we were all bawling our eyes out. It's crazy because it was a competition, but we never felt like it was a competition. Like, we just all wanted to have fun. We all lived in the moment. So, like, for example, like, sometimes I'll be breaking down. Like, I had a pinched nerve in my neck. And I couldn't do rehearsal for, like, two or three days. And, like, I was just bawling my eyes out because, like, I couldn't do it. And it hurt really bad. And I couldn't dance. And I didn't know if that was going to affect my position on the show. But, like, everybody's so comforting. And, you know, your body goes through a lot. So, and you're going through a lot of emotions. And, like, when people are breaking down, like, all of us like we come together like we had family dinners every day like it was crazy like we'll go to one of one of person's apartment and like we'll kick it like there was no negative vibes negative energy towards anyone i have watched you dance through the quad cities for many years and i know that you're trained in hip-hop um how were you able to adapt and compete in many different styles of the dancing that was required fake it till you make it even if you don't feel like all those times I did not feel the best unless it was in my element from being on my high school dance team. I could kind of figure it out, but you know, I haven't been in high school for over three years at the same time. So I lost it. Um, I was never the best at it. I was never good. (laughs) I I would say, but, um, again, I was always a person fake it till you make it. And that was just my mindset. And it's like, you got to give it your all and a hundred percent or you're gonna feel uncomfortable when you do it in front of a whole bunch of people. The makeup and the outfits were extraordinary. Did you have any input on the styling? If so, what was your favorite look and what was your least favorite look? We had no input on the styling at all. Like, <laughs> I remember when I was asking you, like, before, like, you know, we got to this live studio shows, I was like, hey, like, are we gonna be able to do our own hair? Because I'm really, like, specific about my natural hair. Like, I don't want no one like tugging on it. I don't want no heat being put on it. I'm very specific about that. And they're like, no, you can't do your own hair, but like, we got you. Like, you, you're good. Like, they had people who specialize in natural hair for me and um, an, uh, the other girl, Raylan, on the team. So they had natural hairstylists that could work with our hair. The only time we had input is when we did like our solos, we could make our own costume. That's the only time. But we, besides that, we had no. Um, input but I will say my favorite look was when I did the hip-hop routine I was in like a pink suit and that was with um, my partner Tiago. Based on your experience so far what is your advice to the nine-year-old girl dreaming of a career in dance? Don't ever think anything is impossible. Um, Don't cut yourself short and you should always walk in your purpose no matter what anyone says around you if they tell you you can't do it they tell you you look crazy I had a lot of negative things said about me but also again I had a lot of positive things said about me but you just gotta dream big um no dream is too big and you know just keep walking your purpose and 
if you feel confident and you feel great and whatever you want to do, you should continue to do it. Very nice. So Love Girls Magazine is, we're based in mentorship. Mm -hmm. So we pair um, older women with younger girls, as you can see. Yeah. I'm, I'm the older in this instance. And oh. in some instances, my mom would be the older. Mm -hmm. And so it's cyclical. For you, Twitch was your mentor. Mm -hmm. And I know this is probably a hard subject to talk about because it is so recent. But if you don't mind sharing, how has his passing um, affected you since the show? Um, as an African-American woman that has a lot of African-American male friends, um, sometimes I find it difficult to give them an outlet or a resource to talk about those mental health issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm always curious what other women of color how they feel they can be kind of a companion or a friend or listening ear to those people in those type of situations. Twitch, he was definitely someone I looked up to. Very kind person. Any room like he walks into, it lights up. It's still very hard for me to talk about it just because that was somebody that I've always looked up to. And, you know, he gave me great advice and is like, if you ever need anything, don't be scared to reach out. Like, he was always that person. So, it was very hard when he did pass away for me. Like, I I really didn't have a lot to say at the time. I really was lost for words. It took a couple of days for it just to, like, settle in. As far as um, mental health with, like, they probably don't really have the best outlet or to talk to because in our culture it is taught don't ever let nobody see you sweat. Don't ever mm -hmm. let nobody bring you down. Like, you might feel some type of way, A, but you better toughen it up, right. you know? Even on the uh, female side of things, but, you know, male side is definitely, like, A. Like, it, it's not normal for you to just, an uh, African-American male, just to be crying and, like, let their emotions out and mm -hmm. tell the world. Like, that is, is just not that. I feel like there should be more outlets. You know, I have, I do have more male friends than, um, female friends but as far as twitch goes um he was amazing like he made me he made me feel like i can accomplish anything no matter my skin color don't matter my gender no matter anything he even said like you're a hip-hop person but just because you are a hip-hop person don't be afraid to do anything else and you know rise to the occasion you want to prove everyone wrong I want to know what are your hopes and dreams for the future um i have a lot of dreams for the future list them all uh, like i have a lot like that i want to accomplish like i have so much so um you know i have my dance team down here um but i want to like evolve that like i want to be like just in more than one location like i don't know if you guys ever watch dance moms but like abby yes. lee she has multiple she had multiple like you know abby lee places or like bring it the dollhouse mm -hmm. like they have multiple segments like that's kind of how i want to be as far as like the dance perspective of things i also want to have like my own dance convention like a huge Ooh. one like yeah i want to have a huge huge one like so big so that's my goals as far as dance acting i want to get more into that i like to rap so I am what? getting more into music. Okay. I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have a few bars you can spit for? Of course. Oh, just give us a little something, something. Just something. Okay, okay. Um, Let's go. <clears throat> Crazy. Never said nothing about the situation. 
Got your blessing. Your stuff is outrageous. Sitting here, contemplating, hesitating. Maybe I should speak or meditate and be at peace. Choose to be at peace. That's what I said. Got a lot of blessings on my head. Refuse to look like a dummy, ummy of a funny situation that was funny but not funny. Yummy, yummy. That sat in my tummy, ate it up, threw it up. It was gummy, kind of ugly, kind of ugly like them words that were said. Chewed it up and spit it out because I'm my boss. That's what I said. When it come for me, it will never be correct. Not a green check, juice and lines. I'm making eggs. Yet yeah, it's me. And I said what I said. Nothing more, nothing less. I just thank you. Now what's next? Oh. <laughs> they call that right. A triple threat. Uh, like, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. You're there. You're there. <laughs> That's why you do what you do because yeah. you just not no hesitation. Yeah, got to be it. comfortable being uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> do you like girls? Are, are you listening? Are you are you digesting? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sharing your story with us. If you would like to meet Essence in person, you can join us at the 2023 Love Awards. Essence was a 2014 Love Award honoree, and she will also be presenting this year's award. You can follow us on Instagram at Love Girls Magazine for all the details. But most importantly, Essence, how can people reach out and find you? You can find me on all social media. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at underscore essence w that's underscore e-s-s-e-n-c-e you can find me on facebook um i have a if you're into dance or want to get into dance classes that is essence w dance that is e-s-s-e-n-c-e-w and then dance and then also if you want to follow me on the tiki talk you can <laughs> um that is underscore essence w underscore Perfect. Thank you so much we are so excited and so thankful that you were able to join us today Thank you for joining us for another episode of Love Girls, the podcast, because every girl has a story that deserves to be told. <laughs>